0: Welcome to Mobile Armor Radio, the podcast for all things Mecha. Jump Ship, incoming. Welcome to Mobile Armor Radio, number 11. We're almost through a year, people. And this is the Jump Ship. We're introducing ourselves. I'm Rob. I'm Brian. I'm Pat, a.k.a. Chopper. Yeah, <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm so confused now.
2: Who was we just, we just woke up a little bit ago. He's had a long day.
1: Changing it up, man. Changing
0: it up. Changing personas. Yeah. Wild card. So, yep, yeah, we're back. This is, uh, this is now May. It's almost summer. It's going to be great. Yes. And, uh, yeah, this is Mobile Armor Radio. We're going to be talking about a bunch of stuff about mechs and mecha and other giant stompy robots, hopefully. And that's what happens in this show. Stomp, stomp, stomp. Uh, you can join us on our Discord. Uh, the uh, link's in the show notes. You can also go to Facebook. There's a mobile... If you search for Mobile Armor Radio, you can come there and discuss things. We'll have a lot of the pictures of things we're talking about in the show in the uh, Facebook. So go there. And that's about it. Yeah, we do
2: all, the, do all the plugs at the beginning of the show. That way they'll, they'll, they'll well, throw I'll, around to pay attention to it. I'll do them at the end too. But, uh, <laughs> it's a good I,
0: way to do it. I thought I'd mention it at the beginning this time. So <laughs> so you can actually go to those things while you're listening to this show right now. Man, Rob's being a
2: wild card too. I'll have to step up my game over here.
0: <laughs> well, I just the jump ship's always so short. I wanted to add something to it. Sure, sure. <laughs> well, I think that's all I can do. Getting all fancy. <laughs> I stretched fancy. as long as I could. Let's let's move on. Sorry, jump ship. I tried to save you. It's, it's not dying.
2: Oh, it's okay, Rob. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's talking to me. Dropship landing. Well, after that amazing jump ship, we're hitting the drop ship. This is what we're working on. So we're working on stuff. Yep. Sometimes it's models. Sometimes, sometimes it's games.
1: Sometimes it's nothing.
0: <laughs> Most times it's nothing. But uh, <laughs> I will start with Brian. Brian, what have you been working on? Anything exciting? Please say yes. Uh,
2: uh Sure. Why not? Uh, I think I, I may have mentioned it last time. It's been kind of a hazy month. And, uh, but I did finally get, um, that, uh, 100 no grade, uh, Axia. Mm. Um, model that, yeah, so it's, it's, uh, 1 100th scale, but it doesn't have an official, like, high grade, master grade, or anything like that. Uh, so it's just the scale. Yeah, so so, it, it, it's, it's not detailed. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, it's, It's I, I... <laughs> well, I got it for kit bashing purposes, so I'm not too heartbroken about that. <laughs> uh, right. you, you may recall last time uh, when I was trying to get one. This is for my little fantasy mecca uh, project. Uh, I, I mistakenly purchased a perfect grade
1: or a real grade. I was going just say perfect grade. Mistakenly, a perfect grade. The giant one. <laughs> wow. Yeah. How did you? Do? Oops! I just accidentally dropped a hundred dollars. At least. Yeah.
2: <laughs> accidentally. Um. And so it, that one had turned out to be too small for for the project, like it just the proportions weren't quite matching up right. But uh, this one one hundred scale um, really fits uh, like perfectly scale wise. And so now my debate is going back and forth of just kind of kitting up the the torso, arms, and head of the Exia while still putting it on kind of the the. The Eldar Walker body or uh, legs and um, or, or just putting the head and maybe the arms onto the Eldar torso uh, kind of still going back and forth on it. I've kind of got both of them separate. It's kind of funny because I can set the Exia torso on top of the legs and it will balance itself up there. <laughs> um, the sword is great because it goes like all the way to the ground uh, <laughs> from from where it is on the arm. So, uh, no matter what, when this thing enters the battlefield, it's, it's just going to be cutting a swath through things, um, which is cool. And, uh, but yeah, so I got to decide if I'm going to do the torso, I'm probably going to disassemble it a little bit cause it's got those kind of nice kind of glass, uh, see through parts and I'm going to probably spray paint, uh, you know, prime it all in, in some other color so that it's uniform. Because uh, otherwise, it's got you know the the general Exia style colors where it's got blue and white and some red on it and stuff like that. Uh, I'd want it to be kind one one cohesive theme to it at least. Um, but I think I could also throw a little cape on it, so <laughs> I might I might figure out some way to do that because I thought it'd be really cool to have a little cape. So that's moving forward in a strange way.
0: Yeah, it sounds cool. I can't wait to see uh, some – you got to post some like working yeah, progress I'm, pictures. Let's, let's see some of this stuff going on.
2: Well, it's it's kind of funny because I'll take like one picture and then two weeks
0: will go by. <laughs> <where> <laughs> I don't, okay.
1: don't make any progress on much, it. Much like I do.
0: Yeah. yeah, yeah. But the key is just to take a bunch of pictures as you go over months mm-hmm. and just post them all at the same time. So it looks like you're doing a lot at once.
2: Ah, see, the the secret is out. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> look at what I did. It took me a year, but look, look what, what I, did. I did. Yeah, I'll I'll try and uh, be a little bit more proactive on that front.
0: Yeah, because it sounds interesting. Just the the process of it all sounds interesting too. Trying to figure out what goes with what and all that stuff. Yeah,
2: it's it's a fascinating little little thing.
0: Yeah, it just brought cool. when you're saying that it brought because you're doing it for Kings of War, right, or Vanguard.
2: Uh, Vanguard specifically, but it could work in Kings of War as well.
0: So you think one one hundred is our for Mecha is all right for because I think technically twenty eight millimeter is what one sixty two or something like that. It's a weird number that doesn't nothing actually Some, is made in that size or seventy two somewhere. <laughs> there.
2: Yeah, something like that. I like think the it's
0: 72. one, yeah,
2: the one one hundredth scale uh fits the giant size. Like the giant mm. for Vanguard is like eighteen inches or something like that.
1: Enormous, sense, for sure. It's
2: it's a, it's a biggin. It's a real biggin. Um, so like the but it yeah it the scale for one one hundred to like fit perfectly with what I was going to go for. Um, so like in the in the grand scheme, if I were to match up a person to like where they would go in the cockpit, I think
0: the twenty eight millimeters are just a little taller. Yeah, a little bit big still. Yeah, it has to be a little bit smaller than that. Yeah.
2: Yeah, but I mean, I'm I, my like theme that I'd be going for is that this is kind of more like Escaflone where he's like sitting right underneath the head and his yeah, head is yeah. actually like up inside that visor section. So Yeah, it's
0: almost a powered armor. It's it's not yeah giant like a Gundam. Yeah. Uh I wonder what's uh fifteen millimeter's it's gotta be pretty close to one forty four. You look at the fifteen millimeter ones or 15, the one forty four Gundams and I think you probably you put like a Flames of War guy next to it, it'd probably be pretty pretty close. That one's probably
2: pretty close because uh, I know, like, with some Gundam kits, you can get like the the troops, yeah, like like uh, the the I think the 08th team has like an anti tank squad you can get and stuff like that. They'll have little minis, and
0: of course they're like the size of the thing's foot <laughs> in yeah, height, So I, I did get it. My 08th uh, kit I got came with a uh, a couple of hover tanks, and I should actually compare mm-hmm. them to a tank in uh, Flames of War that. They are. I think when you I think about it, they are pretty similar size. So that that's kind of an interesting way to go huh. about it. Yeah. Anyways, that was a real side topic there. But uh, <laughs> anything we'll talk else talk you about there?
2: that in the media section? <laughs> yeah, but no, that's that's been the uh, the primary section I've been working on. I've got uh, some some scenery that I've been working on uh, from Adepticon as well. It's kind of all that cyberpunk themed uh, stuff. So still plugging away at that. Um, but yeah that's that's pretty much what I've been working on so um how about you Pat what have you been working on?
1: well, still continue to paint up my cab uh I didn't get a lot of chance to work on anything the last couple of days mm. week and a half or so uh but I did start throwing a little paint down on some of the Roba guys, which I want to post on, the, on yeah, the yeah on the Facebook page. I can't even think. <laughs> Uh, so I'm kinda excited to paint that. I'm, right now I just got them primed, uh, and I'm in my head thinking of color paint schemes for these guys. I wanna do them right, but I don't wanna copy in, anything off the, out of the book, you know? Mm-hmm. So I've been kinda looking through old anime.
0: Yeah, my cat's scheme the is and- completely wrong to the book. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's, uh, oh that's, my! My cash stuff's good.
1: My I, I I kept mine true to the faction in in the style, not necessarily the the color. Yeah.
2: So. Yeah, I I always kind of have a, a struggle with like coming up with original paint schemes as well. So I, I that's why I draw a lot of inspiration from like shows and whatnot. Like most of my a lot of my dead zone stuff is slowly becoming Gundam themed <laughs> yeah, yeah. as far as paint schemes
1: go. Um. I did make progress on my model kits since C2E2. I've since opened them. Start. <laughs> <So, laughs> and, and, the the, <laughs> and looked at the sprues. Uh, I think once I get these Giga Robots done painted, I think I'm going to take a break from models. In Not models, but uh, figures in a sense, I guess. And uh, I want to work on that uh, Optimus Prime I got at C2E2, yeah. the, the dark one. Yeah, it's cool. The evil Optimus
0: Prime. Yep. The I forget I think there was multiple reasons why he was uh what was it Nemesis Prime? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if he's from another dimension or I think there was multiple reasons from different comics and different yeah. media why he came to be. His his, his mirror mirror version. Yeah. Does it have I'm a gonna, goatee? I'm gonna paint one on him. <laughs> Nice. Well, you can't see his face. It's underneath the uh, little mouth guard that Prime has. Unless you're. You know what? Just, I'm going to paint it on the mouth guard. Unless you're the <laughs> evil Michael Bay. You can see his mouth. Yeah, it's true.
1: Uh, um,
0: but that's true. You still got your, uh, your, uh, your, what is it, the launch bay for the. You still working on that? Uh, in a sense, I haven't printed
1: any of the stuff. uh... We bought the pipe, I've started gluing some of the parts together, and now I just need to figure out which file is which and print multiples Mm. of uh some more of the stuff. But uh yeah. That's Uh, another thing. I can't wait to see that it's gonna be so cool. Once I get that done it's gonna be pretty awesome.
0: Then you gotta do a neck
1: hanger. Well then I gotta actually well if we can I can find one. <laughs> but I haven't really been looking, but I would love to get the Battletech mech hanger and make a diorama for that. Yeah. That would be pretty sweet.
0: Yeah, so they, they're pretty, uh, you see them a lot. Like a lot of games have shown the hangers in, uh, f- from Battletech. So it's, you've seen a lot of artwork for hangers, but yeah, you gotta find the STLs. Yeah, so. Or maybe. Uh, but,
1: well, you know, if I was a 3D sculptor, it'd be, it'd be real easy.
0: If well, there's any uh, sculptors in our, our listening audience, make some SDL files of a mech hanger That's right. <laughs>
2: there's, there's probably stuff out there. Unlike the, oh. I, I know some people use like Thiniverse, is a big, yeah, I think we we couldn't
0: find much. The, the detail oh, no? is some of them is, like the, this, the, the, uh, the Battlestar one he found was really detailed, and to get something that ah. detailed is, that's what you want. There's a lot of, we saw a lot of ones that were like, oh, that's, you know, it's not that detailed, but. Yeah, it's just like, uh, uh.
1: It's not worth the, the, the hour to four hours of printing time.
0: Yeah. <laughs> when you can just get some, uh, cardboard and build something similar. Exactly. Yeah, cause, yeah, once you see this, uh, site, the, uh, Battlestar hangar or the launch bay, it's got a lot of little teeny pieces, and there's, you've, you've, ah. Uh, like some of it, like you said, was so thin that it, you couldn't print it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, jeez. Like it's got, it's got like a
1: helmet rack, so that you, you oh make, wow, so you can print it with the helmets off, so you can glue them on and off, or you could blue tag them, so you can pull them off the rack. It's <laughs>
2: or got, or uh, magnetize them, as a good buddy of ours will always yell at me if I use blue tag. <laughs> this is uh, <laughs> Jeff, <laughs> <laughs> friend of the show, Jeff.
1: <laughs> uh, it's like replacement laser cannons.
0: Yeah, like like the uh, oh wow gear to repair
1: everything.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's so So it's
1: pretty cool. I'm very excited to get it it finished. I don't know where I'm going to put it,
0: but... You you got a lot of room. You need more shelves.
1: I I, I need a shelf, I guess, because it won't fit in my cabinets.
0: Yeah, you need like a wall shelf. You got a lot of wall space. I don't know. It's probably concrete, so you can't actually drill into it, but... (laughs) Well, when I get the walls actually put in. There you go.
1: Cool. Anything else? no, I think that's about it. It's not too much, you know.
0: We played some Giga Robo, that's about it. We can talk about that in the next section. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, for me, I, uh, painted up my, the main mechs from Starship Samurai. I have posted pictures of those guys. I did mm-hmm. them all in, like, metallics. Like, metallic colors, though. So they kinda, they kinda shine. I like them. Made them look a little different. Was uh, using a lot of the Tania stuff and also some of the, Gundam paints I've been getting from uh, Mr. Color, and they got a lot of like metallic flecks and stuff, so that was kind of fun, just experimenting on them, because you know, who cares what they look like, they're for a, a board game that you could leave them unpainted, so I wanted to try right. some stuff. So I did that, that was fun. Starship Samurai, somebody, I, I think Beatle asked me if I was going to paint all the other ones in there, I was like, at the time, I'm like, yeah, probably, and then I opened up the box and <laughs> looked at them again, and they're like, super small it's i don't even know if they're worth painting they're like really small uh, <laughs> still haven't played the game but uh have you played your version yet Pat? of uh starship samurai uh
1: yeah we uh, me and the the, uh, the guy I used to pay any of my robot games with uh jack uh, we've played uh two or three games of the the game
0: yeah so yeah and i know uh coaches played a lot so got to uh, get some games into that game can't play with unpainted minis, though, so now they painted them I can play
2: <laughs> <laughs> my uh, my local shop I think has a copy I've been keeping an eye on
0: the minis are cool they're very uh, very super Robo I'd say they're they're a lot more like humans in 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 uh, robot form I wouldn't say they're very giant
2: rubber suits <laughs>
0: yeah a little bit yeah they're there's not much room for a pilot in these robots, that's all I'm saying. But uh, it's very cool looking, and it looks like a fun game. Uh, I also, pay- I don't know if I've talked about it, but I painted up my Battletech Mercs. I finally finished them all. I uh, had a bunch of uh, uh, Alpha Strike boxes, so I separated a lot of them into different uh, uh, Merc groups. And then I went to uh, Camo Specs. Actually, I think it went to sarna.net and got a list of every merc company and then randomized it. So I did random merc companies, lances. <laughs> it's just a, cause I was like, I don't care what I color I paint these guys. I'm just keeping the lances and then I've just found a bunch of different ones. And so I got a bunch of cool, cool, uh, different color schemes on those guys. And that was, it was fun to do like, oh, this one's, uh, beige on top or, Blue on the bottom or whatever, you know, like all these weird color schemes. And it was fun to interpret them. And then because you go to uh, Camel Specs is a good website to show all the Battletech paint schemes. But a lot of them aren't on there. They'll just have a description of them. So it's like, OK, I can I can do some stuff with this. <laughs> so that was fun. And uh, yeah, I still got so I got a bunch of them I'm going to paint as Comstar because they're always the bad guys. So they're going to be my uh, op force for anybody who plays Battletech with me. And then I, I got a, a bunch of unseen mechs recently, uh, the original uh, plastic ones, and I'm going to paint them up somehow, but those are like the old school, so like the original plastic ones. When I was a kid, I had these, and I, I don't know, I lost them along the way, but uh, I got lucky and won a, uh, won a eBay auction with some of these, so kind of fun. Nice. So I got to figure out how to paint those guys. They might have to be special oh. since they are old school. Maybe I'll find some like... Really old company to paint them. <laughs> and then obviously I always get Gundam Loot. This week, month's Gundam or last month's Gundam Loot I guess technically was uh, a Gundam Zeta Titans prototype. And I liked him. He was cool. He's, uh, he's on a, uh, I got a stand also, so he's, he's propped up on his stand with his two, uh, light swords out ready to slash some people. And, uh... Slash slash! He's got a he's got a bluish color scheme, which I liked. It was kind of good. So, it's I get uh the problem with Gundam right now is it's way too many Gundams, not enough uh, Zeon guys. So I, I hope uh mm. if I complain enough that they'll uh, send out some uh, Zeons.
2: <laughs> friends of the show. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> any any chance I get to is please more Zeons, or even other stuff from uh, the later shows that aren't Zeons.
2: Yeah, like the, the Crossbone Vanguard and all those fun guys. Yeah. Some, yeah. some bad
0: guys. or Some or good baddies. Guys. Good guys, I guess, if you're on that side of the fence.
2: <laughs> what were they in uh, in Victory Gundam? They were like bees or something like that? Yeah.
0: I don't remember. Yeah, like it, <laughs> they all have strange names. and They have weird names. It was
2: riding around in giant tractor tires.
0: <laughs> hey, I don't even know if they make one of those. That'd be cool if they made a model of a giant tractor tire.
2: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Am I the only one that's seen Victory Gundam?
0: Yes, I have uh, watched Victory Gundam. It's
2: like, oh, it's a crazy show.
0: Anyway, sorry, tangent. In the, uh, what has it been? What, I forget what the anniversary is. 40th anniversary of Gundam? I think it is. It's something like that, yeah. 40 or 45 this year? Uh, yeah. it's been a lot of weird things in there, in the time, <laughs> so. I think that wraps up what I've done though, so, uh. I think that was uh everybody's. We might as well jump on into Comstar, which we always have more to talk about because we like to consume media. <laughs> yep. Yep. Message from Comstar. Welcome to Comstar. This is where we talk TV, movies, books, comics, RPGs, video games, normal games, board games, anything, anything media that you're not anything. building. Anything. <laughs>
1: Media.
0: Media. So I started with uh, Brian last time, so at this time I'll start with Pat. Pat, what you got? What you been consuming? Anything? Consuming? Or, or doing? Or playing? We had the
2: discussion earlier if it was pop, soda, or <laughs> I soda.
1: Nice peanut, I had a nice peanut brittle earlier. <laughs> <laughs> That's I didn't. Oh, that actually sounds really good right now. <laughs>
0: a, a mecca peanut brittle. Some Chicago mixed popcorn? uh no you don't like it oh i do love the chicago mix
1: but i didn't have any yeah it's good (laughs) stuff off tangent again it's been a long
2: month
1: (laughs) so i did not uh i read so as far as books and stuff i still uh haven't read more than the origins of the uh, megatron
0: which we will be doing a little uh, podcast about because I've read it too. So, Brian, if you oh, want to read it, you could jump in there too. I have not read it. I don't have,
2: I don't think I have any uh, Transformers comics. Did you not get the Humble Bumble? I did not. I, I did not. Oh. No. <laughs> he said, he said <laughs> remorsefully. <laughs> yeah. I, I just don't get digital comics very often. Yeah. I like the physical stuff and so. Yeah, that's a, it's a that's double-edged same. sword. There was, it was
1: a, there was a lot here that, that it was too good to pass up.
0: Yeah, I know one of my friends went went in on that in a big way. It yeah, it would a lot of stuff in that humble bundle. Uh It's also you can go on Comixology, which is mm-hmm. by Amazon now, I think, and yep. you can get all these pretty cheap too. All the uh, anthology, the Transformer anthologies are pretty cheap if you're digital. They also some hard copies, but you know, I think the problem with hard copies, especially with Transformers, is. I don't know about the order. They, yeah. it's such a long and twisted order that it's at least this way. If they're digital, you could just look up, okay, which one are you next? But, uh, yeah, if you get hard copies, it might be kind of more confusing. Yeah. So I'm not sure what's in what anthology and stuff like that. It really, I'm sure it doesn't really matter other than the main storylines, but these, these offshoots, I'm sure it doesn't matter if you read them before or after, because they're just, like the, like the Megatron one's just an origin story, so.
1: No, yeah, and it, and it was a good, it's a good origin story, I thought. Save it! Uh, <laughs> but moving on, <laughs> because I'm being yelled at, uh, played a couple of games of Giga-robo-robo, Giga-robo already. <laughs> Giga-robo-robo. giga robo uh, so it's it's a pretty
0: fun game. It's a nice little. How does uh, it compare to uh, deck builder? What's the other game you have? Oh, uh, GKR, and you have another one, don't you? Yeah, GKR, right? Yeah, you have another GKR. Don't another, you have another... robot game? Yeah.
1: No, is that it? I keep. Well, I have. Of... Yeah, I mean, yeah, the... we have, we have that uh, the one that we bought, or I bought, but you regretted not buying. Oh, the card game. Well, it was. It has the yeah. It has the card game. It is the the speed of the attack. Uh, and you, each robot has its different power. Yeah. Uh, so something assault. What's it called again?
0: Yeah. I don't.
1: Uh, massive assault. Was it massive assault? I don't. If I, I
0: had it, I could look on my shelf and say, "I yeah. do not have it." Yeah.
1: Not <laughs> in my basement. Uh, Critical mass. Critical mass, yes, yeah. but it's not—it's it. not like that because it's this is still a figure game worlds. Critical yeah. mass was more of a sit-down play robot play mat versus yeah, the, yeah. and cards. Uh,
0: so is there? There's, uh, you uh, said there's deck building involved uh, in the Giga Robo. Yeah, well, each pilot and each uh,
1: each mech has its own deck, and then when you make your deck, you have to choose. Uh, you
2: like I kind of combine them, right?
1: So yeah. it's like you get some cards from your pilot. Yeah, but you don't get the whole deck. So you right, right. So you choose a certain amount of number of attacks and cards. You get one ultimate.
0: So you can kind of build the technique. way you like to fight kind of. Yeah. yeah,
1: and then each robot has like three or four ultimate techniques that you include with your, with your standard robot moves. So basically, I, I didn't count the amount of cards, but I would say it's like 20 plus something. But you end up with, like, a 16-card deck when you're done out of 20, 30 do- uh, cards. mm mm-hmm. uh, And then, you know, you combine – there's a player board and a robot board. You combine them together. Uh, and then you have a fight – what's called a fighting spirit. That's how you s- you spend that to do moves. Each move costs – you know, the bigger the move, the bigger the price. Uh,
0: they tell you the cost on the cards or
1: yeah, and so uh so each round you get your fighting spirit each pilot has a different one I forget what it's called your your hero your hero click or something like that uh I can't remember the terminology in itself but then you know you get that every turn at the beginning of the turn and then every time you get hit you get you can get fighting spirit in rage or power tokens So there's ways to increase your fighting spirit throughout the game quicker. Uh, Cool. Then there's a 1, 2, 3 cooldown zone on the bottom. So your cards will tell you how long. So Mm. if you play a big attack, it's got a cooldown 3. So it goes in your 3 spot. So you can't just spam the same thing all the time? That's right. So it it stays out of your hand. Uh, So at the end of your turn... You move it to the next spot until it gets to one. When it gets to one, then it goes
0: back in your hand. Do you shuffle it in, or you, you get to use it? You get to use it. Oh, okay. Uh, so
1: if you if you you can multiply do cooldown level ones because
0: they'll go right back to your hand in mm-hmm. the, the turn. So it's like a yeah, a discard piles, but that refresh at different times. That's kind of interesting. Yeah. So I thought that was really cool. Yeah, it's a neat way to do it. Uh, actually, there's different effects that. Uh,
1: can slow that down, like oh, power surges. Uh, you mm-hmm. all power surges have to move before you can move your cards. And so, if you've been hit with an electric attack,
0: It slows down uh, your cooldown. So that's neat.
1: Yeah. Uh, so uh, things like that, and it it doesn't play very long. It plays for forty five minutes. I mean, you can really rack the damage up if you uh, because you can choose to either defend or take the damage. Sometimes you want to take the damage, so you can increase your fighting spirit, but then you're also you're taking the damage, you know.
0: Yeah, it's interesting. Mm-hmm. So you got to make these little small calls and stuff like that, so. And how's the actual, is there line of sight and stuff like that, or it doesn't matter? There is line of sight, uh,
1: but it just covers comes and covers with cover, and if you get cover. Because there's buildings like, and stuff
0: in the game. You lose
1: a dice, yeah. And basically, you just have to have a building between you and another person.
0: Yeah. Is its it... Is uh, it- Gridded, or what's the... It's Hex. Hex? Oh, wow.
2: Yeah, they're like big hexes.
0: Yeah. Get old hex
1: (laughs) It's small hex encapsulated in a giant hex. As I I said in the (laughs) unboxing video, that's on the Mobile Armor Radio Facebook page.
2: Yay!
0: And on YouTube, I believe, isn't
1: it? It is on our YouTube channel, yes.
0: Which we have. I think we forgot to mention that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I think we mentioned it last. Time. Uh, we,
2: we've we've mentioned it previously, like yeah.
0: on other episodes. Yeah, so you oh, can
1: you can throw your opponent, oh, yeah. which is cool. uh, so, or t- attacks will move them. Uh, so if you move them to a building, they crash in the building, and the building can collapse. And if it does, a, a random environmental event happens underneath it. So like, um. Uh, for example, in the last game we played, I threw, or I, I did a a, a a combo. So there's also to go back to that. You can also combine attacks to do a combo attack. So as long as your other attacks after your first one have the combo symbol on them, you can and you have the enough fighting spirit. You can link three or four attacks together.
0: That's cool. As long as you have the fighting spirit. Yeah, uh, so that's a
1: reason to.
0: Got fighting Get right. yourself beat up a bit so you can do a huge attack.
1: Yeah, so which I did, and I was able to knock him back into a building. And when it collapsed, it was you randomly drew the environmental effects of that hex. Basically, had a busted water main and was basically <laughs> like around just a giant <laughs> puddle, which helped me because he was playing a mech who was fi- who was all his attacks had fire-based damage. Mm. So every time he <laughs> hit me, my mech was on fire, and my guys panicking and. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, oh, fire! And listen to fire. So then the cool thing was is I got moved into that water hazard, so at the end of my turn, it extinguished all my fire. Uh The, the, uh, the burst water main extinguished yeah. all my fires. So you like just stand awesome. in there?
0: <laughs> yeah. That's neat. That's neat. Uh, yes. I like the environmental effects. That's something that a lot of games don't do,
1: and that's kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, I mean, you could knock a building down. There's an uh, electrical effect, too, so... Uh, so it's, yeah, it's, it's
0: all in all, I think it's a pretty solid game. It's pretty fun. Uh, would you say it's like super competitive or is it more just beer and pretzels kind of fun? It could be competitive. It definitely yeah. could be competitive, yeah. yeah. there's enough to do that it's tactical.
1: Yes, because of the, of the, 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 the linking of, uh, choosing the cards for your, mm-hmm. your quote unquote deck. Um, and then,
0: uh, hold on. Oh, wow. Woo! Nice. Pat's eyes exploded. That was a sneeze attack. <laughs> um, those are super effective. Yeah, how much fighting spirit did that cost? Uh all of all all eighteen.
1: <laughs> like yeah, so some of those cards are like eighteen twenty fighting spirits in and costs and uh uh let's say i think on the average a pilot generates 5 at the end of his at the beginning of his turn
0: and by the carryover. so if you didn't yes. for a as round you, you could
1: yes you could uh, potentially increase but you of course then wasted a round doing nothing you just stand there just taking it all your power just or keeps running. going up. or if, if you did i had the fast mech, so my guy literally ran running the outside circles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah literally around the outside of the hex nice cool uh uh-uh yeah but like I said, competitive because you get to choose the cards and you have to figure out the right with the with the combo aspect you know you can you could spend a lot of time looking at those cards thinking the best combo yeah mm-hmm. but whether or not you can pull it off with the it, see it all it all comes down to that the cost and everything so you know you got you gotta figure that out <laughs> Never
2: tell me the odds.
1: (laughs) Exactly. So, I mean, in that sense, I think it's there's a a huge competitive aspect of that. Is there dice? There is uh, twelve sided dice to attack and defend, or twelve sided dice to attack and ten sided dice to defend.
0: And it's uh, Ah. roll offs. You dice offs, like yeah, basically uh, it's the it's the highest. uh, So, without
1: getting too into the into the.
2: Into the weeds?
1: (laughs) Into the weeds. uh, Basically, if you tie as the defender, uh, you take away the dice that are tied. Yeah. Uh, Basically, and then, uh, but if you, what's called defend, then you take away the attacker's tied dice, but you get to keep yours in play. So basically it comes down to who has the highest die number rolled after you remove everything. Yeah. Uh, and things like cool. that.
0: But it's obviously the odds are for the attacker since they get a D twelve.
1: Well you you can you can uh you can uh oh, you can counter, which allows you to attack back. Ah uh, I see. Yeah. That's cool.
0: This sounds like a fun game. Yeah.
1: We'll have to yeah, it is. check it, it is. out more. Yeah, it, uh, the the combat system is, is slightly, slightly confusing in the beginning, but once you get, you know, work out the numbers and everything like that, you're like, okay, I get it now, and then it just kind of flows
0: from there. Oh,
1: yeah, once you grok it. Yeah. Cool. I don't know what that word means, but yeah.
0: <laughs> you don't use the word "grok." Jeez. No,
1: I'm not. I'm not a hipster.
0: <laughs> uh, anything else you got going there, Pat? no that's it so brian what have you been doing i'm sure you've watched lots of anime you can talk about
2: uh actually (laughs) what (laughs) don't let us down (laughs) i've been been taking a little bit of an anime break uh for a while um because i've been watching another web show that's completely unrelated to mecha um
1: and uh, but I will say that um, uh, after our, I, I will interrupt and say I did watch a bunch of Ultraman. Oh did we yeah, talk yeah. About Ultraman last time, I believe.
2: Talked a little bit about it, yes, last time. But um, but yeah, after seeing um, the Alita Battle Angel movie, I got myself a copy of the manga mm. uh, for that, and I I've since finished the the main story thread there. Uh, not as many giant mecha in it per se. There's a lot more of just kind of like cyborg robot bodies. Uh, but there was this one dude, uh, who was like this giant robot centaur who had, what, what the heck, his sword was called like car cleaver or something like yeah. that. Uh, and, like this dude was huge, like several stories tall. So, wow. uh, roaming around the, the wasteland like Mad Max. What a giant robot horse man as you do so so it was it was a really good uh manga uh, i definitely recommend it for those that are are so inclined uh, especially if you like the the live action movie uh it is different there there were uh a fair amount of changes uh that were made between the two so like the the movie really is an adaptation uh so meaning it's not a one to one uh, which which is refreshing too cuz it means you get to enjoy both yeah. uh in their own way um, but yeah so that was that was a big thing uh that i i powered through all of that um, i'm probably going to work on uh, <laughs> next i'm planning to read the uh this this um, book series called altered carbon which also has a netflix series yep uh again not not quite mecca but is in, in that kind of cyberpunk vein uh of future and and robots and craziness there's there's a hotel that has an ai who has machine guns built into a, the walls so
0: it's like a giant mecha but also a
2: building <laughs>
0: <laughs> still counts now we got yeah now we got to define if buildings are mecha
2: yeah yeah well it doesn't have to be
0: I'm gonna go big no
1: on that. <laughs>
2: Um but yeah, so that was that was kind of the big um the big kind of sci fi thing I was uh was into lately. I uh yeah, I'm trying to trying to think. Uh the next closest thing is I watched that the most recent uh Predator movie <coughs> which is kind of a meh movie. Okay. Mm-hmm.
1: Is that is that the one that had the uh Kenan
2: yeah, honestly, those guys were really fun. Uh, I like those
1: guys. I did more not, about them. <laughs> I, I'll be honest, I did not like the end. Don't spoil I, I was it for say people. The,
2: the only thing that ties it in to this discussion at all is is just the little stinger scene at the very end.
1: Yeah, which is the part I didn't like. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
2: I, I. It feels more like a comic-y kind of movie than a straight up movie like the other yeah. ones. Have, I don't know it was kind of.
1: But uh Rob says we can't spoil it.
2: Yeah, I
0: won't spoil it. Because I'm but sure he's gonna watch it. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I'll watch it eventually. I don't care. I, I know I don't know about the uh, stinger at the end, but I know the main point of the thing, so
2: Yeah. Um yeah, other other than that, uh, just been more kind of general sci fi than, than straight up mecha um lately, so um but yeah, that, that that covers a lot of it. It's it's been a very busy month, uh, <laughs> so I, I spent a lot of time driving around this last week. I I almost went to the the uh, Gundam shop that uh, you guys had had gotten to go to. Yeah, I was Definitely. quite
1: disappointed that you didn't stop.
2: I I was I was sad about it too. I I was meeting somebody, uh, some friends in Illinois. Uh, on my my way up to Wisconsin for the the Easter weekend, and um, and and I found myself. I looked it up. I did because I was like, okay, I've got some time to burn. How far away is it? And it was like an hour and a half away.
1: Where were like, you meeting your friends like, at?
2: Oh, with, it was like the Northern Illinois University is the Calb. The uh,
1: Calb. The Calb. That's, that's way out of your way.
2: Well, I, I just I just go straight north. I'm like 39, so it wasn't too far yeah. uh, out of the way. But um, but yeah, so it was going to be like a round trip. I wouldn't be able to make it back in in time, so I didn't didn't, didn't wind up doing that. But uh, someday I will I will check out that place. Instead, I went to a half price bookstore where it was a half off sale. On top of that, <laughs> um, <laughs> you got
1: all the manga half off.
2: Well I, I picked up a sci fi book. I don't know if it has uh Mecca in it, but it's got spaceships on the cover called uh Ancillary, Ancillary Justice by Anne Leckie. Uh I, I it keeps turning up on like highly recommended sci fi books, so I picked up that one and uh and another book in the uh by Elizabeth Moon, um which is another good book series that I enjoy about spaceships. So <laughs> I did see some, some MechWarrior and Battletech books while I was there, but I had no idea which ones, uh, would be good starting points, cause I haven't read any of the, the MechWarrior Battletech, uh, book series.
0: Yeah, well, that, that is the question. It's, there's so many different eras. <laughs> you could... That really is the question. Yeah. Where Where do you start? Yeah, there's so That's much. It's probably a
2: topic. In itself.
0: Yeah.
2: But uh but yeah that that pretty much covers most of my media uh consumption that's that's uh mecca related. Um I'm sure some of us some of our, our fans out there will probably have gone to see uh this little movie called Avengers Endgame no uh, by the time this uh, drops. Yep, no spoilers in our comment section. We want to be nice. Uh there probably is one mecca in that whole thing. Maybe. <laughs> maybe, yeah, who knows maybe, who knows, do you know I don't, I haven't seen it yet <laughs> but uh, but yeah so that's me, I'll stop rambling and uh, pass it over to Rob, what have you been up to
0: oh, uh, there's always lots of things I've been up to uh, first, uh, there's a new Kickstarter, which I believe is still going, I I think it is pretty still going let me just check to see when it ends it's called the Lancer RPG it's
2: got,
0: oh yeah, I Uh It's got about ten days left when this comes out, and it's pretty cheap, and you can get the PDF pretty reasonable price. And you, it's a uh, it's pretty much a a RPG set in a world with different factions, and everybody has giant mecha to fight each other. So it looks interesting. It's uh, it is free to play anyway, so you can download the PDF. But to get like the fancy, nice looking PDF and stuff, you can pay for, it, or you can buy the books. And, uh, yeah, it's pretty crazy. It's just kind of a neat way to go. Honestly, I kind of like that method. Yeah. It's a, they, they want you to play the game and once you play the game, you'll want to have the cool other stuff. So I think that's the way to get you in. Although I did download the uh, free to play and it's, uh, like 500 and something pages. So it's, it's, it's not a simple, (laughs) easy to get into. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. You're not going to print it, but it's, uh. It looks interesting. It's they they really have an in-depth world they've obviously been working on this for a very long time and it's finally they they feel like they can finally go to a print run with it. So that's what this Kickstarter is for. And very uh nice. yeah, looks cool. A lot of cool art. The art style is interesting. Mm. It's uh it reminds me of like uh uh what's it called? Heavy metal or one of those old uh French French, uh, comics, like a different style. Oh, like,
2: like, a, like <laughs> or whatever it was. Yeah. Like that, the
0: Judge Dredd stuff. Yeah, a little, there's like a, definitely a European style to the art, I find. It's not, uh, it's, it's not hyper realistic. It's got, definitely got a style to it, and it's cool. Mm-hmm. And it's not, it's no, not almost, also anime. It's like different.
2: Yeah. I, I remember seeing some of the art like, a not not quite like a tank girl flavor, but yeah, like, that's what I'm thinking. It, yeah, it's a little bit of a more absurdity, a bit more cartoonish. Yeah, uh, but really like imaginative and creative. Like they've got uh, one of the pictures that's always floating around, like the ads on Facebook, is like like a character who has a hologram for a head.
0: <laughs> <laughs> like I'm, I, I keep seeing that. I'm like, man, that looks really cool. Yeah, there's a, very inventive, different stuff, and all the factions are all. Very different flavors too, so should be interesting. Uh, do I think it works best as an RPG? I think maybe it would work best as a a a miniatures game, actually. But that takes a lot more to do. So an RPG is a good start, I guess. So mm-hmm. hopefully it expands. Well, out. they
2: they kind of had it split up. Uh, from what I was reading, uh, that you kind of have your maybe more of like a social portion kind of takes place
0: mm-hmm.
2: in this, like you kind of separated the, the combat out into its own, uh, oh. space, if you will. Like, I, I forget how they phrased it. It's like, you know, you're playing with these rules when you're in the combat section. And, uh, I don't know. Yeah. I'd have to look it up
0: again. Yeah. It's a definitely, it sounded intriguing.
2: It. it looked really cool.
0: Yeah. So you can check that out. The, once again, the link will be in the show notes. Uh, for movies, I didn't watch any uh anything new or anything anime, but I did watch Transformers the movie again. 1986's <laughs> classic. I hadn't watched <laughs> it in a very long time, and dare I never it be watched stupid. it. What was that? And dare to be stupid. <laughs> That's right, Weird Al. Uh, yeah, I never watched it when I was a kid when it came out because I remember distinctly. I was talking to another kid, and he told me Optimus Prime died in it, and I was like, why would I want to watch that? So I never watched it. So I didn't watch it until I was an adult, I think. I never not really just, watched it. Not just Optimus Prime, like everyone from oh, the yeah. series. I think Optimus had the like, least violent death, like when they, they storm the space shuttle at the very beginning and just oh, yeah. blast prowl, like kill these guys, then just like stomp like, them and space wow. disintegrates. Yeah, there's and then Starscream, yeah, he gets disintegrated, like it's, wow. There's a lot of deaths, but I, I, I also forgot how, like, actually the stories, I think it's a better story than G.I. Joe, the movie, which came out a similar time. It actually has a coherent story, which it's unusual for a, for a movie in the 80s, for a cartoon movie in the 80s, American cartoon movie in the 80s, to, uh, have a coherent, like, well thought <laughs> out story. And uh, watching it now, I'm like, oh, that was actually not that bad, and there was some cool characters, and, there was very hate, little annoyance. I hate Rodimus Prime, though. Yeah, Rodimus, yeah, he's all right. But even in the movie, he's not that bad. I think the TV show afterwards kind of ruined him a bit more. He was more whiny in the TV show. In the, in the movie, he's actually – he's not as annoying as I remembered him to be. So I think it's there's been some other things to color my impression of him. Uh The only annoying one is uh Wheelie, that one that – Talks in rhyme or whatever. He's just annoying as hell. But once oh, again, yeah. I remember him being super annoying. He's barely in the movie. He's maybe got two scenes. I'm like, oh, he must. Once again, it must be the cartoon afterwards where the where it continued on. Where like he really annoyed me, and it just it it stuck in my craw. And <laughs> I thought it was from the movie, but I, I, he was barely in it. And yeah, Eric Idle as a, the junkie on uh, leader. So that's always good. But uh, yeah, good, good, good voice acting. Like you. Orson, I think it's Orson Welles' final performance, and it's got Leonard Nimoy as Galvatron, and it's like, whoa, this is actually Judd Nelson's Rodimus. That's why you hate him. (laughs) No, I actually like Judd Nelson. I just, I just, (laughs) I just,
1: Rodimus Prime in general, his character, and like you said, it might have been the TV show, was just,
0: just horrible. Yeah, I think he whined a lot more in the TV show, and this he was kind of like, I'm a bit of a hothead. Oh, now I got the leadership, and I'm actually a good leader. So it's yeah, it's like oh, okay. It's one of it's one of the things about windy
1: characters is one of the reasons why Attack on Titan for me was hard to get through.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a there's a bit of wine going on there too. Yeah,
1: <laughs> especially from that one little blonde kid.
0: <laughs> Who a funny story, my friend Jack. He thought that little blonde kid was a girl for the longest time because uh, he was I think he was watching it uh, uh, subbed so he, it's like well whatever they all sound uh, and then when he watched it uh, episode dubbed and all of a sudden it's got a boy's voice he's like what the hell is going on here <laughs> <laughs> really confused him <laughs> but that's a tangent uh, what else we got um, they need some giant fantasy mecha in there that's what they need yeah to, to fight, fight the giant fight giants, giants, monsters yeah. you need giants it's true they should build a one with the uh the guns that they could hang off things they just need bigger things right. to hang off of at that, that point though it gets conf- <laughs> it gets uh, escalating quickly <laughs> uh other news uh the BattleTech Urban Warfare is coming out very soon for the BattleTech uh um, BattleTech uh PC game i guess it's only on PC it's uh coming out in June so that's uh, the new one which is going to have two new mechs, which a lot of people are complaining about because they wish there was more. But I understand you can't, you know, you got other things to work on. Uh, it's also going to have ECM, which can make your mechs uh, invisible to the enemy. You can't be targeted, which is kind of fun. Uh, destroyable buildings, which is the main fun of the game. Once you're fighting in uh, urban areas, you have to destroy some buildings. And there's also going to be like a base defense attack where you have a base and your enemy has a base and you have to defend it and attack I'm not a huge fan of that kind of play style, but we'll see how it goes. And, uh, yeah. So that's coming out soon. I'm excited about that. I still play Battletech quite a bit, even though I've beat it in any, every way possible. I still love that game. So, yeah. Is it on my thing I'm doing? A well, lot. Reading Transformers comics, obviously. There's a new series, which is, uh, fun. I don't, you're, you're not reading that one, Pat, are you? The new one? Which one? The new Transformers comic book. No, I'm not, actually. Uh, Andrew from, uh, superhero crew and I will probably be doing some, uh, once the first arc ends, we'll do a review of that over on superhero crew. And, uh, so that'll be interesting. And like we said, Pat and I are going to be reviewing the old transformers comics on separate little short podcasts on here probably. So it'll be fun also. (laughs) And I forgot to give a shout out last time for AdeptCon, uh, because, uh, I'm an idiot. But I have to shout out to Beetle because he gave me an uh, amazing Robotech sweatshirt, and yes. I love it. That was an oh awesome. yeah yeah you you you're a fucker. Yep. yep. And uh, I don't know how many people stopped me at AdeptCon and said I love that sweatshirt, and it's I became like like fashionable. All of a sudden, <laughs> people are like commenting on what I wear instead of being like, "Wow, you actually wore that." <laughs> so I was, many thanks to Beetle. Yes,
2: he is a cool. He's a gentleman and a scholar.
0: Yep. And, uh, yeah. So that was great. Thanks again to Beetle. And, uh, I think that covers everything that Comstar for me. I'm trying to think if there's anything else. I don't think so. I'm still reading all the Battletech books in order. <laughs> <laughs> it's still happening. Nothing new to report, really. I'm reading about the Calibans uh, right now.
2: Yeah. There's, there's just some discussion that happened in, um, in Discord regarding that that uh, Gundam Stormish game that we found. Oh, yes. Uh, It's, uh, if you want to join in, you can join the discord channel and check out the discussion there. Um, people are, are checking it out. Uh, I know some, some of the rules, I think people were saying like, it might suffer from like who goes
0: first, kind of, it's Hmm. my turn and I win kind of thing. Uh But, uh, Oh, is that the one well, that Maybe had, it
2: just needs balance.
0: Yeah, was that the one that had everybody go at the same time? Or your whole team? You go, I go kind of thing? Probably. Yeah. I think that's what it is. That's uh, never good. Never good. That's that's. Yeah. Old... I like alternating activations. Yeah, that's the way to go. I don't know. Any game that should always have alternating activations. And, and other ways of manipulating that's always fun. Like in Dead Zone, where you can you can get extra activations, which is fun. But yeah, you can't activate your whole team. Yeah. <laughs> should be able
2: to <laughs> especially, especially if you're they're to. all
0: striders Well, wow, there you go or uh, no it pulse bombards so you can blow up your uh, mm-hmm. enemy's uh, starting area anyways now that we've uh, progressed to talking about a game that this podcast has nothing to do with <laughs> I think we should hang over to the mech bay hangar yeah that is correct excellent now entering the mech bay hangar and welcome to the mech bay hangar. This is going to be a long one because I put two things together because I'm selfish. It's going to be <laughs> favorite enemies that you like to fight in mech games or media and also your play- favorite place to fight those kind of people. And we'll, we'll not do lists. I think we'll just have a, a little bit of a round table discussion about our favorite things and uh, why we like them. And, uh, yeah. Sound good? Fellas, do we understand what we're doing here? Sounds great. Sure. <laughs> we'll start with our favorite kind of enemies to fight. Obviously, there's a bunch of different types. You can fight uh, other mechs or kaiju or poor peasants that you step on with your giant mechs or, <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. or hordes of villains or, or single single pilots to fight. What do you guys think? Anybody have any idea how they should fight? Or is it? Do you like the variety? Do you like everything? Do you think a show should have you fighting other mechs, kaiju, and uh, swarms of enemies and uh, peasants to step on? <laughs>
1: <laughs> I, I like. I know. Uh,
0: Go ahead, Pat. I like other mechs,
1: honestly, uh, because it's what it comes down to: is uh, robot versus robot. Now that being said. Uh, I do enjoy a nice antagonist. Mm, like a single so, pilot to fight? Like a single pilot. Yeah. Within the mechs, uh, you know.
0: So you can have, yeah, you have like the, your, your, uh, Char versus your, uh, whoever. Yeah. Here. Yeah. What's his name again? Whoever Char fighting. Amaro. Amaro.
2: Yes. Share
0: it. Like that kind of idea where you like, yeah. Well, you yeah, can- I, I, I do. That's uh, that's. I guess
1: it's tried and true. I guess yeah. or classic in a sense. So, uh,
0: yeah, you come I, from the Gundam kind of area, and I come from BattleTech, and I I kind of agree with that. Where it's uh, where that you're fighting in, an equal kind of force, and they might be slightly once. different, but yeah, I mean, but didn't even BattleTech had that sense? Uh,
1: as much as I hate them, that's what the clans were, you know. Oh, even, but even so. in other
0: other inner sphere groups, or you're still fighting other Max, right? So
1: yeah, well, you know how's Kurita?
0: That's your your sworn <laughs> enemy. You should death to those guys. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> like obviously. <laughs> what about like, you, uh, Brian? What do you like?
2: Sure. So, like, I, I definitely um, enjoy like when I'm playing those kind of more real, real robot type games. Uh, definitely like that variety of where you've got uh, kind of grunt mechs, uh you know a, a different range of combat so like close combat mid-range uh city fight you know i i do just enjoy the variety um of that kind of play style and, and definitely love like being being pitted against like aces mm-hmm. and um or, especially reoccurring villains, like those guys, they're always fascinating and fun, and, uh, you know, prove to be a challenge every single time. Just, uh, to, to add some flavor to the, the discussion, like, um so like the, the giant robot shows out there, like, um, uh, like Evangelion or Gunbuster and Gurren Lagan, and I realized I just rattled off a whole bunch of Gainax shows, uh, only. <laughs> Uh, they're the main ones that I have that are are of the super robot variety, but like they, when they're fighting like organic creatures and um and stuff like that, it, it can be really fun. Uh, just because like when you start thinking of of these these monsters as like, you know, most of them are themed, right? So they'll have like you know this one will have giant tentacle arms, and this one will have yeah. a giant mouth that can eat you in a second or or be wicked fast or something like that. Like each each one then really does kinda give you that um, that additional challenge is like, okay, this is something never seen before. Have to come up with the strategy on the fly to defeat it. Uh type thing. So so I I, I think ultimately for me I do it just to enjoy that variety that makes you it you push your your uh, your talents as a pilot and the, the,
0: the capabilities of your machine to the limit. Uh, so that, that's what I really like to see. That's because you come from Top Gun. That's why. Oh yeah. <laughs> 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 right? I will not leave my wingman.
2: Gun, Gun like, uh title in Japanese is like aim for the top.
0: <laughs> <laughs> aim for the top. Yeah. Danger zone. I guess there is a place for everything though, because I do love the like Pacific Room Kaiju fights are amazing. Like mm-hmm. so Yeah. And and then Robotech you're you're really fighting swarms of enemies. There's there's very little like actual robot on robot action really. It's more like mm-hmm. you're fighting just swarms of things. So In Robotech you think? Yeah, like when when do you ever actually fight a little bit, you, yeah, a little there's, bit, there's, but not. And, much. The, and the, Zentradi,
1: or the Zentradi, you got what's? Oh god, I can't remember their names now.
0: But you got Iron.
1: You get the girl who kills almost everybody. Yeah, Mira oh, and there. all those guys, but
0: yeah, but they're just yeah. I guess a little bit, but then mostly you're just fighting. Uh, it becomes swarms, I think, when, yeah.
1: when you get to when you get to the invid I mean, because there is even well, yeah. with the robotic masters, there were still even.
0: Uh, I'm trying to think. You're fighting just uh, what's it called the. Uh, The pods and stuff, really. They're not, they're just swarms of pods. Once in a while, you do get an ace pilot in there, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Is there any time? I guess I would try to think of any time that you're just fighting swarms. I guess there isn't really. You're always, and maybe in video games and stuff, you're, they're probably more likely to have that, but you're always going to be fighting a pilot. I, like, any pilot.
2: Earth Defense Force 2000, whatever, that crazy game about giant bugs invading.
0: And it's mm. you're, there's yeah. a lot of that. Well, I guess yeah. Into the breaches like that, where you're not there's no main enemy. You're just fighting a bunch. The the video game into the breach. You're fighting of just a bunch yeah, of yeah. bugs that are coming at you. Yeah, there's that. I'm trying. Yeah, uh, it's funny to try to think of like examples. I I, I rattled all these uh, ideas off, but is there actually any examples of things? <laughs> it does come down to you're usually fighting an antagonist because that's how stories work. So
2: yeah, well, generally, I mean,
0: in a sense, I guess the kaiju
1: would be just yeah a little bit they're just well the um while they have flavor they're 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 hordes you know yeah. basically
2: and like uh in in Macross frontier there's um kind of giant space bugs uh called the vajra um and, and for the most part like the the big theme there is that they kind of have their own communication of sawn so it's it's a bit more of a hive mind kind of setup uh, so like in that case, like they're, they're very much fighting swarms and swarms of bugs. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're, the antagonists are more often people that are then taking advantage of them. Uh, minor spoilers for a show that came out quite a few years ago now. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I guess that uh, Love Death and Robots episode that everybody loved, the, uh, what was it called again? Suits? Suits? That was just yeah. a bunch of uh, waves and waves of, uh, enemies. There was no, there's no, uh force behind them there's there was no yeah. it was just waves of evil creatures the zerg are kind of like that yeah same idea yeah it's yeah once again in that uh, like yeah i'm trying to think At games it's so, more likely swarms kind of just come in
2: like two flavors yeah <laughs> they're, they're, almost they're always either bugs. bugs or they're like <laughs> <Yeah>. dogs <laughs> like wolves yeah. Well, those are, you know, like, in the grand scheme, you start thinking about is it, It's like, those are the major, like, pack creatures that we know of on yeah. Earth. Uh, so, the ones
0: that attack as a big unit. And, and the invader really just crabs, so, it's the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> crabs. Crab swarm. Crab swarm. Uh, yeah. It's, uh, yeah. I'm trying to think of anything else, uh, which you fight, other than that. Uh, I think, and Evangelion with the alien kind of weird god-like angels or whatever they are that come down on you. That's yeah. That's an that's a definitely unique take on enemies. <laughs> <laughs> sure, like, yeah, like I said, those always, like, hit you sideways. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's got to be the most out-there kind of enemies you're going to be fighting. But generally, yeah, you're going to have an antagonist. Usually a uh, ace pilot. Uh, Gundam it, it ended up being quite a few. It wasn't just Char, there was a t- quite no, a few different Rumbaral, ace pilots. Rumbaral, yeah. The
1: the what is the name of that the the three uh, Oh the yeah Black the
0: really Christ fast stars. yeah that's right,
1: yeah. Yeah, the Black Star, yeah.
0: yeah. All of
2: Char's buddies were named like different sizes of pants, like there was Slender <laughs> and jeans. <laughs> Did anybody else notice that? I don't know. I don't know. I'm like... <laughs>
0: That's how he chose his friends. He's a, yeah.
1: he's a boot cut, and there's a straight <laughs> well, leg. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. Well, then you go over to like something like Dragon Ball Z, and everyone's named after a food.
0: Uh, <laughs> or, yeah, you here's, go to Ruby, of color, so. Italian yeah. beef. Yeah, there you go. Some Italian but, beef uh, enemies.
2: Yeah. So so one enemy that we haven't quite discussed, so, like, the super giant enemy, like mm. there's only one, and and our heroes are fighting against the one, doesn't come up very often, I would say, but there have been times where we've had planets, like whole planets, well, yeah, as good.
0: an antagonist. Go back to Transformers the movie. Yep. Get, yeah, uh, we were
2: just mentioning one earlier. Unicron, yeah,
0: by Orson Welles. Yeah. Yeah, Unicron definitely is a uh, They mess. did a horrible
1: version of the Unicron in in the Transformers movies.
0: In the movie? The, oh, the you mean actual. the the real movie, the uh, Michael Bay movies? Yeah. Was he in there? Well, that's because Unic- all of In the last one, yeah. Oh, it was wasn't Unicron Earth? And- Didn't Earth become Unicron or something like that?
1: Either Earth was Unicron or something else. I yeah. can't remember what they were, the two planets were fighting. I'm glad yeah.
0: they canceled that whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> When like I found out that
1: Earth was going to be Unicron, I was like uh Yeah, cuz don't you I see I... his
0: horns or something come out of the earth? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Mhm.
0: Yeah, I, I sort of uh saw something about that.
1: This is why mm-hmm. non combo fans
0: should not be Yeah. About mix. Non non uh non-fans of the source material making movies is always an issue.
2: Or or at least ones that respected enough.
0: Yeah. Like
2: like the guy that did um Edge of Tomorrow like Never went on record as saying that he really loved the the manga or book. All you need is kill. Yeah, uh, but he made a really awesome adaptation of that story. Um, and and didn't like everybody. I know the director for like Starship Troopers. I I forget his name is escaping me right now. Uh, it was uh, 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 Verhoeven, Verhoeven. Verhoeven. Yeah. Uh, did he go on record as
1: saying, like, he really didn't like the book? Well, yeah, the movie is very difficult. <laughs> well, a different lot of people book. didn't like the book because it was such a political book. Yeah, it really was. But the, the stupid thing was that is if you got rid of the political rantings of Heinlein, mm-hmm. you had a really good sci-fi book. Yeah. You could have just ignored the whole political yeah. statement.
0: <laughs> yeah, he always had a, yeah. Dictatorships st- are the way to go, kids. <laughs> Well I like how Verhoeven did it. He uh yeah. he made it a parody yeah. like a satire of it all. Like that was the best part about it. Uh, a-
2: absolutely. Would you like to know more?
0: It, I love anyway. it. At the time people thought it, he was like, Oh, he's making a fascist movie. It's like, no, it's a satire, people. If you can't tell that's a satire, you know Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If yeah, you yeah, think yeah, he's, he's serious it. about what he's saying there, that's crazy. It's so over the top, which is hilarious. That's why it's a funny, funny series. Uh I'm trying to think- other other enemies, but they like the next one from there is like really
2: more of the philosophical. Like the enemy is yourself <laughs> oh, <Jesus.
0: laughs> as self. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Yeah, I'm trying to think. Ooh, there's... What about
2: what about um, cyber enemies? I know that something we 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 kind of talked a little bit about at the beginning of the show. It's like what another. Was movie,
1: what was that movie? I love but hate.
2: You have to be more specific.
1: Uh, <laughs> gun. What was gun? Gunbuster. No. Oh, the gunhead. 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 Yeah. That was that was a that was cyber, that was a AI.
2: Where where it's like Terminator, right? So yeah, I guess yeah. So, so it's Terminator. like taking over robots and and stuff like that. Dude, then you get Ultron. It's just swarms of Ultrons.
0: Yeah. Yeah, other yeah. Well even uh Pacific Rim two, they they did go for the one antagonist, sort of. But it was yeah. the kaiju mixed with the the Tech, which that was kind of interesting. Where yeah,
2: you, I I did kind of like that part of that movie. Yeah, it was the a, it was
0: a evolution. Tech. Yeah, I I I'm not sure about making a singular enemy was the best idea, but I do like the mix of the uh, kaiju and the tech being a thing.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Uh yeah, I can't. I'm trying to think of any other villains that you can fight other than swarms of bugs. It seems I like to say bugs are the thing to go to. That's a go to. Oh, or yeah? just
1: Swarm in general, I think, because I think even in the the remake, the live-action remake of uh, Space Battleship Yamato,
0: mm. the,
1: the Gamelon turned out, it, it, it's the one of the things I hate about the, that remake, is it turned out the bad guys are swar- were swarm creatures, whereas in the original comic, or comics, original cartoons, uh, it was just another race.
0: Yeah, yeah.
2: Oh, I didn't I didn't know that came up in like the later is that the newest season of that show?
1: No, no, this is the, the movie. Live action movie. Basically.
2: Oh oh yeah, that Because <laughs> 'Cause I, I've seen that, that's that Star Blazers uh twenty ninety nine yes. I haven't seen the new the, That's Isn't the cartoon that
1: this, no, this is the live yeah. action one I'm talking about. The live about, action one? Which, which was really, really good cool. up until you got to what I like
0: to call the Starship Trooper Segway. Yeah, that's a, yeah. I think it's an easy way to do it. That's why. And
2: yeah. then it has the the Tyler Perry singing out, "No, <laughs> 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 Jeez, uh, have you seen that with Robin? <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, there's a Tyler Perry Armageddon-esque song at the end. oh no, jeez. Or uh, Stephen Ty- Tyler.
0: Stephen Tyler.
2: Jeez. I was gonna Perry. say Tyler Perry. Like, that was weird. My brain is not working anymore. Nobody's
0: <laughs> brain works anymore. It's okay.
2: Oh man. Right. Uh, what was
0: what was the part two? No, the uh, the other thing I was thinking of is the nanoswarms from uh, from the Rooster Teeth show. What's the name of that show? <laughs> My brain doesn't work Ruby? either. Ruby? Genlock. Genlock. The, oh, they are like nanoswarms, which is that's an interesting way to do it too. Mm-hmm. Cuz uh, yeah, I love how the fact that if you're without spoiling it without any spoiling anything. It's Beaver not really. Austin. No, that happens in the very first episode, the nanoswarms. Yeah. Uh yeah, the but I like how they – if you don't seal up your suit, all of a sudden they're uh, – they're, They kill you. Yeah. They get you. Yeah, they can get into the humans. And that's kind of fun. But that's one of the cool things
1: I thought was when they saw
0: the, the, all the pilots on the mech. like, oh,
1: shit, now swarms. And they started to see in their cockpit with like yeah. the – with like
0: caulking. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah nice. and they, then they would have to wear suits and they have to wear like powered armor pretty much inside their suits to stop the swarms. So I thought that was kind of cool. Uh, then there's, yeah, and that also in Genlock is, this is a spoiler, if you haven't seen Genlock yet, stop listening for about two seconds, but the enemy, the main enemy is, uh, is an interesting, it's a doppelganger kind of sort of person, and that's always good, is when your enemy is yourself, but the evil version, like we're talking about with Nemesis Prime, or, there's always the evil version of the, uh, person to fight, that's, that's an interesting metaphor, I guess, in some way, but it it also is cool to see a black version of Optimus fighting a regular Optimus. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, I think that, uh, exhausts the, the whole subject of, uh, of enemies. I think we, we fought through that pretty good.
2: Yeah, if you have any enemies that you like to have your giant robots
0: fight against, leave a comment in the missed. section below. Yeah, is there anything? There's probably some major one where, like, oh, obviously. Or chat it up on the Discord. That's right. Please <laughs> discuss. And now we'll talk about the second section, which, uh, probably a lot shorter because I don't know how much you could talk about this, but the location for fights. Where do you guys like to see a fight happen? There's obviously space is going to be the number one one with, uh, Gundam and things like that, and flying around in space gives you a lot of options. But you, I, I do like uh, BattleTech once again. You're always on planets. You're always fighting in forests mm. or cities or. What do you guys think? Underwater, there is some underwater fights in Gundam too. This is true. I, I personally like ground-based attacks with mechs. Like the heavy mm.
1: feel. Of like the planet, like planet, planet-based fighting. Ground pounders. That was it. Yeah,
2: yeah, it it really demonstrates just how heavy these things are. Um, I, I'll I'll throw I do I am a sucker for like city fights. So
1: like the oh, yeah. the last sequence I, 100% in a uh, city fight.
2: Oh yeah, like always MS team uh, yeah. the shattered mountain uh, or sundry mountain, whatever the heck that second to last episode
0: is. Yeah, where they're fighting uh, the, amongst the city there. Yeah, with the snipers oh, yeah. and everything.
2: Yeah, I like that's that's. Where it's really, really solid. Um, and even just in general, like, in, in colonies and, and stuff like that, any time where you kind of, you you get that kind of normalcy, yeah. juxtaposed against, like, you know, that that combat is always fascinating and, and fun to watch.
0: Like the very first episode of uh, Gundam, actually, where you're just going yeah. about their colony life, and all of a sudden all hell breaks loose. And, because of slender's pants, <laughs> and, uh, but just to see, yeah, the normalcy smashed by these giant robots, and you, once again, you do get the scale of how big these things are when they're stepping on buildings and crushing them. And, and, yeah. and uh, Pacific. Just, uh, oh, sorry. I was going to say Pacific yeah, Rim. I'm also, sorry. you get to get the uh, yeah fun of uh, them picking up the ship and having a big fight in uh, Hong Kong. <laughs> Which, and seeing the people try to get to the, the, uh, the shelters and stuff. Shelters, yeah. Yeah, there's
2: some underwater fights in that movie.
0: That's true. That's another place for underwater fights. We got, we got a few Gundam underwater fights, and Pacific Rim's finale is underwater, so. Actually, the very first fight, and that is, uh, great, it's not underwater, but it's in the water, that, uh, the, the, uh, fight with the first kaiju you see where he gets his, his arm head. ripped off and everything. Yeah. Like that's a. I and mean, you see, once again, you get the scale from the ship that's right there. And
2: mm-hmm. it's a great opener.
0: Yeah, it is. to so really get the scale of anything. So, so ground-based, I, I thought for sure space-based, uh, we get the great attacks in, in, uh, in Robotech and in, like, sorry, and Macros, I guess. And also <laughs> in, uh, Gundam, the space fights where you can just go all over the place and different angles and, I I think cinematically it, those are very fun to watch.
2: Yeah, they're it's it's interesting with those because only I I feel like only a, a couple of shows really show just how dynamic that that space uh <laughs> would be to to like have as a combat zone because uh it's almost like being in a submarine where they can like come at you from literally any direction. Um and, and and like your, your sense, your frame of reference, like can be really screwed up if you're, if you're not used to it just because so like, you know, there's no horizon. You're just looking into yeah. pitch blackness or, or you, you've got very little, um, frames of reference. And so, uh, like those and the speeds that you're moving at too, is just crazy to fathom. Um, in the in the grand scheme of things, that's why it's always fun to watch. Uh, I think uh, I forget if the the newest episode of Gundam: The Origin has uh, Char's like big first battle where he's fighting against all the um, the Salamis class uh, cruisers, but where they, where they're just kind of lightning jumping around from ship to ship um, using the the thrusters and just letting inertia carry you forward. Uh, it's 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 really fascinating, uh, as a space to fight.
0: I also like, uh, the the perspective of it too, when you, it's so far, distances are so crazy in space too, where you just see a glint in the distance and it's another mech coming at you, and they really do that Mm -hmm. well in Gundam, I think too, where you get just things from real far away. Yeah. I think there is some very cool scenes in, uh, in Gundam where you're Attacking, uh, like, uh, asteroids or attacking other ships too, which mm. is, it gives you a bit more scale that way too, where you could, you have some, uh, it's not just mecha and mech or mecha and mecha fights.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And even in Robotech once again, where the SDF-1, they're fighting around that, that's always kind of interesting too, to see the, uh, the scale of it all. Although yeah. like you get some city fights in there too, when they get, get the, uh, the, uh, pods When can they get inside. There. Yeah. Yeah. No, is there any Time. water fights? I don't think there's any water fights.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Not that I recall. There probably is at least one or two episodes underwater. (laughs) Because there always are. There's uh, there's always a water episode. It's like a Hot Springs episode.
0: So is there any other uh, environments? I guess there's... Well, actually, in Pacific Rim, we get other dimensions even when they go through the uh, rift. Oh yeah. yeah. Well, I
1: guess that's still, <laughs> it's still water. I guess it's their well, it's the, or their cityscape.
0: Yeah, or it's, yeah, could be both. Yeah. There's um,
2: well, I know like the the Gunbuster series. They're fighting with black holes. So like being on the edge of that, <laughs> they do a they do a lot of fun stuff in that one with um, with time. Oh, yeah. and how and how it it. Uh, Sage and rosemary. <laughs> not not quite spice
0: time oh. uh, <laughs> space time not spice time space oh, time. <laughs> yeah. spice time unless you're talking so, Dune, then it's the same thing
2: yeah uh, but but it's like you know the fact that they're traveling at the speed of light you know time is is moving slower mm-hmm. for them relative to like back on earth and a, a big part of probably the best thing of that first gunbuster series, is just that time dilation effect of, of our young hero who, you know, starts, I think she's 16 at the beginning of the show, and by the end she might be in her early 20s, um, but her friend who she went to school with is in her late, like, 50s. Like she's a grandmother by the time the series ends. Yeah. Um, and, 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 like, she's lived her entire life, and, and her friend from high school has just lived a small portion of it. Um, so like fighting with time is a, is a neat, neat concept that not many, not much sci-fi touches on that.
0: Uh, especially not mecha sci-fi. You obviously get things like, uh, interstellar or, uh, there's Mm. quite a few, uh, anime that have similar things in books like the forever war and stuff like that. They, yeah, yeah. they, they kind of touch on that kind of stuff, but it's, uh, yeah, time dilation. It's such a weird thing to get your head around. Like, mm-hmm. I think that's why Interstellar really messed people up. They, they're like, I don't understand. So, it's, no, no, it's, it's, it's called physics. Pretty, <laughs> it's
2: uh, and then we'll, just to throw it out there, so fighting in a volcano that happened in one episode of Evangelion, and everyone hates that episode. It's called Magma
0: Diver. <laughs> Mag- into the breach, once again. Into the breach, the video game. You yeah. fight at the end. You fight inside a volcano. So. Liquid hot magma. It's a great place to
2: have a fight.
0: Not not if you're a uh, BattleTech mech because they overheat if you get on fu- any kind of fire near them. Let alone magma. <laughs> <Exactly>.
2: <laughs> oh, you little match near it. Shut down.
1: Yeah. Why are, why are my heat sinks working inside lava?
2: <laughs> um, I'm trying to think. Like I, I know, like. Games like Mega Man have all sorts of crazy environments that you fight through. Mega uh, Man.
0: The original uh, Gundam series, they did do a nice tour once they got to Earth, they were doing like the tour of mm. different countries. So you get of desert fights. <laughs> <laughs> you get city, you get desert, you get like nice beachfronts. It's like some <laughs> ocean front property. Yeah. <laughs> but in Australia. I think I agree though I think city fighting is probably the most interesting because you can do so much more especially if it's a real city that's what it was in uh yeah. Pacific Rim 2 once again they're fighting Tokyo so they, they end up in front of the Gundam statue and stuff like that that's a, that's a fun little uh-huh. uh, nod to see real cities Pat didn't Chicago get destroyed in one of the Transformers movies
1: the third one I think yeah the third one
0: how Very accurate oc- was it
1: <laughs> they occupied it <laughs> Where you're like, hey, that's where I live. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, you, you can you can see the the buildings where all the robots are hanging on for, uh usually <laughs> from the from the rivers, the, the big giant circle building.
0: There you go. So mm-hmm. you can uh, you could pretend robots are hanging off your buildings at all times. Exactly. Well, it's it's kind of neat in um, in
2: Japan,
0: like they.
2: I don't know if I'd say like have bidding wars but like cities kind of fight to be the next <laughs> city that that Godzilla stomps through <laughs> like they, it's it's a really big deal when a city is put on the map because of of a Godzilla movie or or taken um, off the
0: map as it were
2: <laughs> or taken off the map as it were um yeah people love to to see that happen <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's in great. a
2: weird way but um uh, but, yeah it, city fights are great
0: yeah it's all, yeah yeah that is kind of uh Fun, if you, it can, could actually say, hey, that's where this happened. To have, once again, it's about reference. It's, you can see the scale too, once again. If you knew exactly what some place is, you can go there and be like, wow, that thing was this tall. You could try to imagine what an actual mecha would look like in real life. Mm -hmm. Another reason to go to see that Gundam statue is to see a a true to scale, one to one scale Gundam model. One to one model? Yeah. I I everybody who goes to it is always says it's like ridiculous how impressive it is to see something that big in in the real life.
2: So one environment we haven't talked much about is like in a sport. Like a That's true, a, arenas, yeah. An arena
0: style setup, like BattleBots.
2: The actual
0: <laughs>
2: tiny <laughs> like, mecha that we got going right now.
0: Like MechZone, oh. the the famous game that debuted. The famous <laughs> game MechZone. <laughs> or the whole uh Robot Jocks theme. Yeah, Robot, robot Jocks. Robot Jocks, the G Gundam tournament. Uh, uh. Battletech's got Solaris, where they fight amongst the, uh, So uh, Solaris is a weird one in Battletech, cause they always describe it, and you're like, that's pretty much a city, like how big is this arena? Like, the way they describe the fights, <laughs> it's like, that's, that's a quite a big area. It's not just some warehouse somewhere, that's, that's like a whole district that they've de- <laughs> devoted to it. But, uh, yeah, there's always, there, there is always arena fights in almost every mech thing. I guess if, if mechs were real, people would have, would bet on them and fight each other to, uh, that, actually, we never talked about it last month, but that, that might be the way that, uh, mechs come into real life is right there is people Kinda build like them to steel. fight each other. Yeah. Yeah, real yeah. Steel, yeah. So I know they're already the working movie, on movie,
2: it. Everyone's kind of forgotten.
0: <laughs> yeah. For, for reasons.
2: Oh, you Jackman. It was it was cool. Hugh Jackman was was shadow boxing with a robot, was, or or um, Big Hero Six. You know, yeah, uh, they they had their their illegal robot fighting there.
0: Yeah, it's yeah. The best robot so, fighting so, is illegal robot fighting.
2: <laughs> so so like in that in that context, do you guys like it when it's more kind of all out warfare or something where there there's. Kind of more predefined rules. It's like, okay, this is what you can and can't do. Um, you can't take off the other guy's head.
0: <laughs> well, I like the right. idea of uh, aesthetically in the arena fights. You can make your mechs a lot cooler with, you know, you can more unique. GKR it up where they're all got graffiti <laughs> all over them or a different style. And whereas most likely, even is as, as much as uh, we like to make our mechs cool looking in BattleTech. Most likely, a mech's going to be have camouflage or solid colors or drab green or a bit a bit more utility. Yeah, than it's look like a fighter balance. aircraft or a a tank or a uh, battleship, not uh, not bright green with uh, tiger stripes, you know.
2: <laughs> or, or or just uniform in general, so that it matches up <laughs> when you stand next to each other. Oh, yeah,
0: that's what I do like about arena fights is that you can always have that fun. Fun aesthetic feel to them, and I do like the thing with the mass battles with the actual warfare is the size, the scale of them. It's not one on one usually; it's mm-hmm. huge amounts on huge amounts, or at least you know more than one. You get a lance of BattleTech or huge amounts of fighters flying around in Robotech or uh, Gundam. And my favorite scenes in Gundams mm-hmm. are definitely the uh, G- GMs, the uh, gym scenes where they're just all these. All these uh, disposable uh, gu- Gundams <laughs> just flying at each other, getting destroyed. And
2: it's usually a lot more even with Gundam. Like you'll you'll see uh, good guys take a hit, you'll see bad guys take yeah. a hit. in some other shows, it's more like aha, and then yeah, the the bad guy is just going to wipe them out, or vice versa. Yeah, I always thought that was interesting.
0: Well, is there anything else we could talk about? I think that covers both I subjects. Covers well. all of it. Yeah. That, that covers a
2: decent amount of it.
0: But well, once again, uh, if just, you
2: have, yeah, I was just going to throw out there. There's the the cyber battle again, but that it's it's getting into a more abstract arena, if you will. I where, I do like cyber I,
0: battling in BattleTech a lot. So where,
2: where you're like <laughs> taking taking over the enemy's mech or or oh,
0: something that like way, that. Yeah, yeah like uh, actual cyber warfare. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: That's uh. That's, it's not mech battling.
2: At that point, that's yeah, true. <laughs> Unless you then take that mech and have them hit their own mech. That's mm-hmm. what I do
0: in uh, XCOM, speaking of video games. I love taking <laughs> yeah, over yeah, another guy's... control. yeah, that's the giant best. robot. Yeah.
2: Like, you're on my team you now. That is fun. giant gun. And
0: to, you, you just um, drop the bombs on yourself when you're surrounded with guys and stuff. It's yeah, yeah, great, you're great just boy. like,
2: well, I don't mind taking my own <laughs> shot. <laughs> yeah,
0: that's right. <laughs> that's the way to go. Yep. I think we've exhausted these things, so let's get out of here. We'll get to the Xville, and, uh, we can end this episode.
1: Let's x-fill out of here.
0: So that was another show. That was, uh, episode 11. Next, uh, next month is our, uh, our one-year finale show. And then after that, we'll have to, uh, Start again for a new year.
2: Start, start a new show. Start
0: different, a new year. It's hard to believe that's been a year since I know. It doesn't show. seem like a year. Oh, though. yeah. We'll talk about that it's next easy. time. <laughs> yeah. uh, but do go to our Discord. You can discuss how long it's been that we've been doing this and also other things. Uh, show well, notes. you'd like to see next year. <laughs> that's right. Show notes have the link. Uh, do go to our Facebook, which is always fun times. People post stuff, all the things they're working on and different YouTube projects and stuff, which I like to see. And uh, that's how I find out about uh, many different games, too. It's always good to see people posting games or media. Brian posts a lot about all the uh, upcoming uh, anime shows that are coming out, which I like a lot because I would never or know about Or sales. <laughs> or sales, yeah, that's always bad. <laughs> a
2: particular uh,
0: store. <laughs>
2: uh, speaking of, I, I forgot to mention, there's that uh, new series of Code Gias coming out, Um it's like the resurrection of zero, I think is its subtitle. Uh, uh, Code Geass, for those that don't know, is just to briefly say it's a, it was a really fun show, uh, kind of an anti-hero main, uh, main character. Um, a lot of, a lot of mechs in that show, actually. A lot of just variety, different cultures had their, their own styles to them. Uh, a reoccurring theme is they all had like roller skates. <laughs> so that they could travel really fast on land, but uh, really fascinating show, kind of uh, a bit of mecca show with a uh, with a nice like political thriller flavor. Um, but check it out if you if you haven't seen it yet, and I'm I'm really curious where this new season's going to go.
0: Nice, and uh, I'm excited for the Transformer show that's coming to Netflix too. So we'll get to mm. that. We'll see Pretty all this good. new stuff for our new year. We'll get to to review uh that's uh youtube pat's posting a lot of unboxings and various things maybe i will post up a battle report for uh yeah for well, i think giga i'm gonna giga film a gameplay a giga robo because yeah,
1: cool. it's it's been pretty fun
0: we'd like to see more of that stuff i i like the visual aspect of it so it's fun and uh anything else i think i we covered everything right you can uh, email us at uh, radio at gmail.com, or you can go on uh, M Armor Radio on Twitter. All this is in the show notes. I don't know why I even say it anymore. Just read the show notes. <laughs> <laughs> or, or go to Facebook, because our sticky link has all our uh, links in there. You can also buy cool t-shirts and stuff at uh, our t-shirt store. The link is there. And, so coffee, there. Mugs. and mugs, coffee mugs. And coffee mugs. And I'm sure you can buy a Snuggie. So there you go. <laughs> <laughs> Uh yeah, that's uh, rambling on again. See, I like to have the Xville long too because I'm depressed yeah. that poor uh Jumpship and Xville are very short usually. So, <laughs> anything else, guys? I think that's it. Yeah, it's done. <laughs> I think we're solid. Let's let's put a put a bullet in this one. Solid like a rock. I've been Rob. I've been Brian I've been Chopper. We'll come back next month for some more Mecha Madness. Bye bye. Bye bye. See ya. This has been Mobile Armor Radio. Join our Facebook group by searching for Mobile Armor Radio. Find us on Twitter at M Armor Radio. Find us on iTunes and visit our website, mobilearmorradio.podbean.com. Join us on the first of every month for more Mecha discussion.